This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. you guess that guy's from he's not from america canada <laughs> so sure that was actually joe kim from sweden joe kim from sweden thank you for writing that love song i think to our podcast yeah well i, I pictured you guys singing that for some reason. <laughs> to each other. honestly that was way too earnest of a recording for a podcast that upset me how serious that dude just took it joe kim great work but just write your own music that you just wrote. You worked that hard and developed that song for a fucking podcast. <laughs> imagine yeah, really me laying. Crooned. He imagine like, he went for broke with the with the lyrics at the or with the not the lyrics. <laughs> the lyrics. Now, I wouldn't know if he went show. for broke with the lyrics. He just <laughs> the lyrics, said the no. title on the podcast. He kept the vocals, a lot of money. Though. What's the opposite of going for broke? He kept it rich. Kept it yeah. rich. Yeah, for the pod, for the name, the lyrics. Uh, but thank you, Joe Kim, for come or uh, submitting that song. Um, John Gabris. Amir Blumenfeld. And Jake Irwitz. <laughs> I should have uh, yeah, let you guys say it. This is uh, second time on the show. First time as a podcaster on our network. Yeah, I'm here solely to network. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I'm, so, I'm, here, I'm here just to get <laughs> listeners. Hey, guys, if you're listening to whatever the fuck this show is called, if I were you, hang up. Hang is that up. a thing? Hang that, up no, right now. Not a phone. Log on to High and Mighty Podcast. <laughs> Connect <laughs> to my FTP server. <laughs> And listen, Spreaker.org. <laughs> no, no thanks. Thank you, Spreaker.com, for free hosting. Nice. Now, <laughs> please check out High and Mighty Podcast. All right, thank you. Uh, <laughs> That's it. We're ready. Tune for in you. next week. <laughs> Joe Kim comes back. If I were you. If I were you. Joe Kim is a blind Italian man, right? <laughs>
opera singer. You guys have to stop when I adjust the levels. That was supposed to be surreptitious. It wasn't supposed to be part of the show. Oh, well, it was a major part of the show. Yeah. But you then also brought up the fact that you changed levels, called us out for stopping. So you've officially made it part of the show. <laughs> oh, man, is this the show? Is this what the show is? If I were you, I'd just fucking change the levels and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, bitch. You are fucking Change our coming to play. Hey, dude. this is also my studio now, motherfucker. I'm yeah, not visiting. Yeah. We're recorded. equals. <laughs> you not own the network. Oh you're, wait, never mind. You're getting applesauce on the microphone. <laughs> this is not. It was apples originally. <laughs> Every everything you eat is applesauce. Yeah. You're never swallowing a whole apple. That's my Dimitri Martin joke. <laughs> you can never have an apple. You can only have applesauce. It may come, you may carry it around as an apple, but you turn it into applesauce in your mouth. <laughs> Especially on the way out. <laughs> uh, how, how do you like your show? The last time we... I hate it. Oh, I yeah. hate my podcast. Oh, I can't already? listen to it. It's oh, boring. Only, only three... <laughs> Tune in to High and Mighty. <laughs> only three episodes deep and you're, you're done with it. I can't believe how much I love talking. I mean, I know how much I love talking, but I can't believe... I would do twi- I would put my shit out twice a week if I could. <laughs> why can't you? Uh, I, I'm, I think I have a feeling why. <laughs> I can't, honestly, I don't know if anyone's ever talked about this on an If I Were You, but Jake and Amir have a lot of steps that lead up to the studio. Uh, oh, no, we haven't actually. Yeah, there's a lot of steps lead up to the studio. I think that's the number one thing preventing me from recording twice a week. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Just the stairs. Pure yeah, I, 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 I can't come to... Oh, Jesus. I can't come to any parties or anything like that just because of the stairs. You were not at our party. Yeah, it's prohibitive. Those stairs are prohibitive. I see why you did that. To keep you out. To keep me out specifically. Like, we got to get this place. It's the only thing that keep Gabers from just dr- wandering into our house and going through our picnic I, baskets. W- w- you haven't released your Taco Bell episode, right? No, I haven't. Ooh. So you've released three episodes so far. The first one is just me and Jake and you talking about what the show will be. Right. It's and we don't line. land on anything. No. <laughs> Can't be more clear about that. It's like that. a Charlie Kaufman episode. <laughs> <laughs> the second episode is you talking about Predator with your friends. Yes, me talking about Predator with Ben Rogers and Ryan Stanger. And then the third one was you giving sex advice with your other friend. With my other friend, uh, John Flynn, right. known Lothario. Uh, and then when does this episode come out? I, like a week from Monday. So you'll have uh, the fourth episode, the Eugene episode. The Eugene and I think the Taco Bell one might be out. Oh, yeah. So the, by the time you listen to this, I should have my fitness episode immediately followed by my Taco Bell. <laughs> sex, <laughs> then fitness, then Taco Bell. If that's not my trifecta, I don't know what is. Which kind of says it all. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, lift weights, <laughs> eat gorditas. That's what my tattoo Solid says. life goal. <laughs> Hashtag life goals. When you, L-Y-F. When, you, when we were on your show, you were talking about how you wanted to get into better shape. Yeah. Has that happened? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm, in, I'm Jack now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for all the listeners at home, yeah, I'm shirtless and this. ripped. <laughs> Gabrus is in lifeguard shape all over Yeah, again. I'm in a Speedo doing burpees. <laughs> Whenever I'm not talking... I'm surreptitiously. I can't even say that word. Nice. Say it again. Serendipitously. No, sur- sur- surreptitiously. Surreptitiously. Yeah. I'm surreptitiously doing uh, burpees whenever I can. <laughs> I'm having fun here, guys. No, we're having a good time. But you know what this show is? It's an advice podcast. Yeah, I've been on it. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be reading real emails from real people, dispensing our uh, our wisdom. Yeah, because you've lived like what most would consider a full life. <laughs> You've lived a normal, full life, and you're willing to give advice. You've never seen the film Sage. Top Gun, right? Uh, I have seen Top Gun, actually. I haven't. 
You haven't. Yeah. Okay, then you're not allowed to give anyone advice. <laughs> you haven't seen Top Gun. You haven't, you haven't seen Top Gun. I guess you can give advice to like a fucking Kuwaiti national, but you can't give <laughs> advice to Americans if you've never seen. Top All of your Gun. advice should be prefaced with, "Well, I haven't seen Top Gun, but this is what I think." You but here's do. how I treat acne. <laughs> Like, I don't wait. know who Ice and Maverick are, <laughs> per se. Iceman, come on. <laughs> What's your next Predator uh, type movie going to be? I, uh, there's a toss-up. We're talking either Bloodsport or Commando. Mm-hmm. We will get to all three. And at some point, I have to do a special episode about my favorite film of all time, Big Trouble in Little China. All right. But I think that's got to be special. I'm trying to get someone that was in that movie. Yeah, I'll wait till episode 100, which should be in a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be doing two-a-days like you wanted. Two-a-days. <laughs> Hey, guys, Gabriel's just putting out three and a half hours of content a day about action movies. There's like five people in the world that care about this and one that has the time to do it. And it it's is him. Uh, all right. Can you give me a fake guy's name for this first question? Um, sure. How about Wraith? Ooh, Wraith. <laughs> F-E or T-H-E? Uh, let's do F-E. Wraith. <laughs> Uh, a few days ago, I was on a flight to London, and I got on the plane and sat down next to an absolute dime. I opened up the conversation with some terrible joke about the in-flight menu, and somehow we got to talking. I feel like we really hit it off. There were a few times where she gestured to her ears as if they were hurting due to weird pressure, and I asked her if she wanted to nap or not talk when we landed, and she replied that she enjoyed talking too much to stop, and then we had a giggle. After we landed, we, uh, we were close to leaving the plane, and she saw me take out my phone and told me her name on Facebook and to add her. Also, when we almost left the airport, I gave her directions to the nearest train, and she d- gestured to her cheeks for a, fu- a true French goodbye. Anyways, it's been two days since I added her on Facebook, and she hasn't replied yet. I don't, know, I don't really know what to do, as this doesn't happen to me often. Any ideas? P.S. If she does respond, how do I ask her out? Any uh, advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, love. This guy's where? Uh, He was flying to London. I don't know if he's British or not, but he sat down next to a lady who asked him to add him on Facebook, and then she just never replied to him. She was French or something? She was French, yeah. Oh, got it. She gave that... Yeah. The double cheek kiss. Yeah, it's funny that they call French kissing in America, it's like with tongue, but yeah. in actuality. They give me a true French goodbye, you know? That's where you bend over and she puts two fingers knuckle deep in you. And I, I, I like constructed this really elaborate uh, thing that I wish this was. I wish it was Spencer Stone, the, the hero who stopped the gunman on the French train. <laughs> That's what I you was, were imagining this I was is? imagining that he wrote this email before he boarded that yeah. train. Yeah, and it's like, oh, he's like... Check that. Never mind. I'm good. I'm dripping <laughs> yeah. in poon. Hey, how do I talk to this girl? Oh, actually, I'm a hero now. So I stopped a robber. A robber. A murderer. <laughs> a robber. You, this is not the fucking old. This is not the old west. <laughs> That's what he said. That he said he was going to rob the train. Maybe he was. You. You are. You're not a patriot. <laughs> you haven't seen Top Gun. <laughs> um. Have you uh, ever have you ever sat next to a hot girl on a plane? Isn't that like the sort of like uh, every time you're getting onto a flight, that's sort of the in the back of your head a cool thing that you yeah. hope happens. Like you see someone boarding, you're like, oh, that's there's an attractive person. What are the odds that I sit down next to them? Yeah, they're so small. Like I've, I think I've only ever sat next to an. I flew a lot too, and I've only ever sat next to one attractive girl. And also on a plane, a five is an eight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just break down if, women's. If it's looks. a girl, 
Because if you're fat but on a plane, I'll fuck you. Because <laughs> the gravity, it actually makes you weigh less. Welcome back to the feminist episode. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, though. It's like. Also, it's the classic like subway riding the subway in New York. Yeah. You just look around, and you're like, all right, who's the hottest girl yeah. on the subway? So, it's like, it's so like I can just works. stare at them until they fucking pepper spray me. Your standards go down because you're it's such a few select people right. that like if you're sitting next to a girl who is even your age, that's yeah. like such a that's such that's a huge, already an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whoa, all right, uh, this person's as old as I am and the opposite sex, <laughs> so they're really hot. Yeah. And then if they're actually hot, it's like. I don't even know what you do. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, a ter- double. They're it, a terrorist at that point. <laughs> it's a they're double rainbow. A terrorist. Yeah. Oh yeah. What would happen if they uh, <laughs> they were super hot, chatty, and then all of a sudden they got they're out like, to hijack the plane? Beep 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 beep. You're like, oh, no. Now, I'll still fuck you. Now imagine this from the other di- other direction. You're an attractive lady on an airplane. You look around. You're like, fuck. Every single guy on this flight wants to sit next to me, regardless of where I sit. It will be next to yeah. one of them. I will you, have to have a conversation. Oh, every and time I can't a girl escape. flies. They have to have a conversation with somebody. Dude, every time a girl walks down the street, she has to react to people just saying shit at her. That's that's a fucking living nightmare. (laughs) If you're a woman, how do you like ever get stoned because people just want to immediately start talking to you? (laughs) Yeah, you're like nervous to go get coffee. Right, getting coffee is like you'll just get hit. Yeah, it's like putting your arm into a fucking polar bear cage covered in salmon. Oh Jesus. I was saying the like when I think I don't when a hot girl gets on a plane I don't say I hope she's sitting next to me because I immediately I'm also married but I immediately put myself in her head and I know she's looking at the empty seat next to mine and going oh please don't let it be <laughs> yeah <laughs> that because I am the worst person to fly next to because I'm visibly oh outside of the seat like my shoulders <laughs> go one shoulder goes into the aisle the other shoulder goes into the other seat so you looking at me in this part, part, with you so whoever that is is like oh fuck your head is in the lavatory <laughs> yeah. at all times yeah. my feet are in the exit row when you fly with your lady mm-hmm. uh do you guys do back to back or do you guys do middle aisle or ale window and uh, hope we- that nobody takes the middle we do uh, next to each other. Mid- middle aisle. Right. We, uh, we do middle aisle. Or if we have our dog with us, we do window middle. Oh, you yeah. have the dog needs a seat? What? The dog needs a seat? He doesn't need a seat, but we just want to put like a person away from us. Oh. We don't want the dog to be in the aisle. Like We want him to be tucked away at the window. How often do you fly with a dog? Uh, a couple of times a year. Ho- you know, holidays and stuff. Wow. How does that work? It... Uh, it uh, he's an emotional support dog. So <laughs> so, oh, is that how you like you get away with it? Yeah, well, it's it's. Does genuine. it like have to yeah. be called that? Yeah, he has to. We have like we have a prescription for him, more or less. Does he actually go and do emotional support stuff? You don't have to do anything to be an emotional support dog. That's like saying I'm too afraid to fly without my dog. So right that now, he's emotional legally support obligated. dogs are mostly for people with anxiety, so that they feel more comfortable in certain environments, uh-huh. and that's what people use as the loophole to get their dogs. Into casinos or whatever. <laughs> He's also a seeing eye dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gamers have to wear sunglasses. I'm his seeing eye person. <laughs> He's a blind dog. So he's emotional support yeah. for my wife, but I got to guide him on. He's the plane. going to New York. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, I'm flying back right when we land. <laughs> like a courier. <laughs> One time I sat next to a hot older woman on the plane. There was a seat in between us, it was a red eye on Virgin. And I was super high, and I was watching some stupid movie. It was a red eye for you, too. Well, it was <laughs> a red, red eye, eyes. virgin red eye. I'm a virgin red eye. My red eye is not a virgin. Uh, nice. 
what? <laughs> but I do have an aversion. Yeah. Two red eye. eyes, one brown eye. Neither are virgins. <laughs> we got fucked in the eyes. <laughs> Uh, and she was like an attractive uh, woman, a, uh, a, a coog, a, mi- a milf, if you will. And uh, there was a sheet in between us. And all of a sudden, it was like an insane amount. Oh, the first thing, I like dozed off. And when I woke up, she was climbing over me, like straddled. <gasps> and I was like, whoa. And she's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, you were I asleep? just didn't want to wake you up. And I was like, uh, what is this, a fucking sex fantasy? <laughs> I know, I don't know. I'm <laughs> hard as a rock right now. <laughs> It's oh, actually sorry. happened to me twice. One time flying back from Amsterdam, like a 19... I woke up and like a teenage girl, like a 19-year-old girl. I shouldn't say teenage girl. But she was like 19 or 20, was standing Fuck, on my... Fuck, she was 27. Two, <laughs> was standing on my two armrests. <laughs> I like woke up and her legs were on my armrests. I was like, woke up because she touched me and like her like vagina was at my eye level. And I was like... Uh, and she's like, sorry, sorry. I thought, and she had like an accent. She's like, I thought I did not want to wake you. And I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> if there's a way to wake up, it's with a stranger's box in your eyeline. <laughs> your, that's your other tattoo. <laughs> if I'm going to sleep, I better wake up with a box in my eyeline. Uh, so this box, this uh, this older this uh, this woman. We end up having, it's the most turbulent flight I've ever been on. It's like dropping, you know, it's like skipping like a fucking disc man. And uh, she's panicking and she's like, and I'm like, are you okay? Do you want me to get you a drink or something like that? She's like, I'm just really scared. I'm like, hey, it's okay. You know, this is just turbulence. It's like hitting potholes. We're just going to be fine. We're going to be fine. She's like, I've never been on a plane like this. I'm like, it's all right. It's okay. And then I just go back to watching the movie and my hand is on the middle seat, which is empty. (gasps) And she just grabs my middle hand. That grabs my hand, my middle hand. <laughs> <It's like> a, <laughs> she grabs the old middle hand, the one, the Give one eye, the one eye middle, middle hand. hand. <laughs> Make it firm, and, and then she leans over and puts her head on my hand, and I, she's like, conv- I hear, I feel her cry, I feel That's her. That's so hot. She's crying like onto my hand. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and what happened after? We get through all the turbulence, and uh, like, I just, she just holds my hand through the whole thing, like squeezing. I'm like, it's okay, and I just, I'm watch, I'm super high watching a movie. <laughs> what movie? And I keep take, I'm watching like Fast Six or something like that, and I keep taking my earbuds out, and going like, it's gonna be okay. You're doing great, or whatever. Just like arbitrary. Harnessing your inner Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's actually a pretty good actor. Yeah. <laughs> well, like as a husband, I'm used to trying to watch a movie while like playing. <laughs> with a sleeping girl's hair or rubbing my wife's feet like as a way for me to just get through a movie like yeah i love you i got you (laughs) so i was doing that and after the flight she's like you're my hero and was like hugging me and she's like you know and i was like hey it's been a real pleasure oh my god but i feel like a it would be taking i mean it would be cheating but if i was single i feel like that would have been the i would have given her i would have gotten her facebook name (laughs) yeah you would have been like this guy Yeah. yeah That guy who's like, what? Let's get back to his advice. Wait, well, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what dude? He only, he only added her on Facebook and she hasn't responded. He needs to write her a message. Right. He's like, how do I know how to ask her out? Here's how. Ask her out right now. Yeah, you moron. Uh, yeah. So, like, if you're ever in town, ta- I would say, um, Rafe, if you, you write her, if you're, hey, if you're ever in my part of town or if you know in the future you're going to be in wherever her part of town yeah. is, town being Europe here. Exactly. Just say, let's meet up and grab a coffee. I had a great time on the flight. Guys, we're, a lot of people overthink asking people out. Right. And, and doing you it online. It's up to you to not make it weird. <laughs> doing it's it online is that there's no risk because you never actually see the rejection. You right, just right. send out a message and then just and the you forget about it. And the message can be so innocuous like that. Like, yeah. if you're ever in this part of town and you want to get a drink, that's him saying, like, 
You I can give back you five out. outs. Yeah. There's yeah. no, yeah, I'm not. I'm not com- in that part of town. Like, whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's all of, it, she doesn't even have to respond to that. Is or it? like, you can say, yeah, I'll let you know. That's it. That's, that's a no, essentially. I love, you know, dudes, for some reason, have no problem. Like, I tell it like it is, bro. You talk to me, I'll talk to you however I want. You come, oh, this motherfucker here gave me the wrong, you know, the wrong drink. I'm going to tell him. Oh, this motherfucker here bumped into me at the bar. I'm going to tell him. I like that girl. What do I do? You know, it's like, <laughs> we're dead. all alpha males until it's like, I think you're pretty. Just tell her. Right. Just fucking tell people. <laughs> Don't be a creep about it. But if she gave you her contact info. That was to be contacted. Unless Let's you're in presume. the yeah, Yeah, to be contacted. If just maybe to be friends, which is possible. Right. But you're only going to find that out if you send this message. You can't just be like, well, now I have a cute girl as a Facebook friend. Yeah, you uh, just ask her. You don't have to say like, hey. How do you feel about a drink on Friday at 7.30? Because that's something that's – I understand you fear rejection. That's something she says no to. Right? right. But if you're ever in my part of town or, hey, I might be passing through, let me know <laughs> if you'd want to get a drink or something. You know? You yeah. Just fucking- is, it, is it cooler or more polite or more less – cool or whatever to ask her out in person as she was leaving uh, that's or, what i was saying in an ideal world is it nicer to do it o- over the facebook because then she's like she doesn't have to confront you or lie to your face if she doesn't want to No, do it. i think you gotta <clears throat> w- w- strike like while the iron's hot while the if, if if you're if you're vibing and she's telling you like con- and you're laughing on the flight together and she's like gives you her contact info yeah i feel like th- it's unless cool it's move. unless it's like she's transferring to a flight to France and you're staying in London, right? And you're like, um, if there's an opportunity that you're gonna like, if you're going to the same place, if she's getting out and getting in a cab, I think you got to say like, hey, if you're in town, if you're here for this week, let's meet up and grab a coffee or grab a drink or something. Right? You got to go for it there. Worst comes to worst, you have to unfriend someone on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think there's a way to ask for it in person. That's also. Like, hey, we should get a drink. She says yes. And you're like, all right, well, let me get your contact info and we can set it up. Yeah. You don't want to like – it's not ever romantic to start doing logistics right yeah, then yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Friday, uh, do you want me to pick you up at your hotel? <laughs> what yeah. hotel room are you staying in? <laughs> and like what's – why don't you just leave a key at the front desk? Right. Perfect. <laughs> I'll just show up at midnight and come in and fuck. It's true. Logistics are never sexy. But like you do have to get around right, to them but, like eventually. get them done over text after – yeah, like uh, going out to dinner with a girl can be romantic, but trying to find a place to go to dinner is literally the most unsexy thing you yeah. can do. And I want Thai. <laughs> like, oh, I like anything. All right, how about Thai? Well, I swear to God, being married, most of being married is trying to decide where to eat. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> or being in, a, I shouldn't say just married, being in any like long-term relationship <clears throat> is just like deciding where to eat. Yeah. What'd you have for lunch? Oh, you had Mexican? Fuck. I was dying for Mexican. <laughs> but I'm willing to make the sacrifice. <laughs> By eating Italian <laughs> yeah. and ordering the most Mexican thing on the menu. I will have the nachos of mozzarella and meatballs. <laughs> blindfold me and tell me they're nachos i'm begging you just don't cook the pasta yeah i'm a fucking idiot just give me dry raviolis with guacamole on it ravioli guacamole is my new cartoon show on ravioli guacamole actually sounds like fucking yeah it's paired with the regular show and adventure time you put like guacamole filled ravioli Ooh, yeah avocado guac Avocado, no, avocado raviolis. <laughs> How do you make your guac without avocados? <laughs> just bananas. It's mostly, it's just lime juice and bananas. <laughs> disgusting, but we always, have bananas. <laughs> I always say that bananas and avocados feel like the same thing to a blind person. Yeah, or you if do you're always blindfolded. Say that. <laughs> you're, why, yeah, why are you always saying that? 
<laughs> uh, what I was going to say is, uh, in the beginning of a relationship, the first couple dates, everybody is uh, overtly amenable. Like, it's the complete opposite. Like, right. I'm I'm, really like if I had Thai anything. for lunch and a girl wanted to be like, let's go get Thai food, I'm like, yes, let's do it. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, no, I had Thai food for lunch. <laughs> right. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to be as agreeable as humanly possible. Yeah, you're never going to be like, oh, I can't have pads to you. Right, exactly. diarrhea. I, <laughs> when, you're in a ma- when you're in a long-term relationship, you're like, remember, I get diarrhea from chicken sausage. <laughs> chicken apple sausage. <laughs> chicken apple sausage. That Ardell's brand, yeah. like, uh, pre that shit gives me diarrhea. Really? Yeah, I don't well, know. Don't you always have diarrhea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that it does because it's food. <laughs> so, like, name something else, and that also gives me diarrhea. <laughs> I like... Like we're we've known each other for a long time. I wouldn't consider ourselves that good of friends, but the fact that the one thing you do know about me is like Jake's like, don't you always have diarrhea? I've listened to like three of your podcasts, and it's mostly been about diarrhea. I, I should have a GI time. doctor on High oh, and Mighty. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be really good. People a, love listening to talks about shit. If you can record yourself while getting a colonoscopy, I think that would be the I'll ultimate. Go for it. Yeah. You, will you do the colonoscopy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, watch it. We should make it a special video episode. But I like the idea of something specific giving you diarrhea because everything does. Yeah, it's like, like it's got to be bananas or avocado <laughs> or water. <laughs> Tostitos, hint of lime, always gives me diarrhea. Also, every other food. Also, lime, also Tostitos. <laughs> Ice cubes. Whether it's a hint oxygen or otherwise. Uh, shit. How are we doing on time? Uh, let's. Uh... It's, two, it's been two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's answer another question. Uh, another dude's name. No, please. Oh, uh, Blendon. <laughs> See, if I had spoken, we would have never gotten Blendon. <laughs> We would have gotten something so much so much more magical, and you deprived us of that. First of all, I would like to say that I'm a shitbag for what I did, so no need to rip on me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Copy that. I insulted myself, so don't insult me. And at least I'll be able to listen to confirm whether you guys shit on me or not. All right. What's this shitbag do? <laughs> Me and my two best friends had a business where we shoplift clothes and sell them to people for cheaper. Not a business. We made 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 stacks at first. But then when I wasn't there, my two friends got caught and busted for shoplifting. They were pretty pissed that I wasn't with them. They think I bailed on them or some shit. So to get even with me, they told my girlfriend, who is a smoke show but a bitch nonetheless. She flipped and won't talk to me anymore. What do I do? I have no girlfriend and no real friends left. Can I hit my boys or should I just forgive them? Thanks for all the help. Mm. I I think he needs to get a, a lawyer and not necessarily <laughs> podcast advice. <laughs> Blendon really is a criminal. Yeah. But he wasn't caught. Small time crook. Small time crook, not caught. Uh, his friends were caught and then to even up the playing field that he wasn't with them. Uh, they told his girlfriend, and now the girlfriend's mad at him. I would definitely be pissed at the friends. Yeah, there's the like, friends, that's snitching, man. That's, there is no honor among thieves, though. Yeah, <laughs> if you're only like he <laughs> said, now he has code. no real friends. His only two real friends were dudes that he shoplifted with. Yeah, get yeah, your you, friends. Yeah, that's not the right crew. <laughs> yeah, Ocean's Three. Well, have you ever shoplifted? <laughs> have you ever stole shit? Have you ever oh. had any schemes? Yeah, a bunch of times. But and then the, I became an adult. But those are your friends, the when you're when you're doing it with. Right, them. right, right. But I had other friends that didn't steal. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like <laughs> his only two friends. Last. He lost all of his relationships because of stealing. Yeah. Th- first of all, three people. <laughs> <laughs> all three and of his relationships. You know what? Honest, I'm not trying to be a dick, Blendon, but 
if you refer to your girlfriend as a smoke show but a bitch nonetheless, yeah, yeah, don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I don't think you need a girlfriend. I think you need to just like clean slate. Yeah, maybe join a club. Yeah, (laughs) how about join a gym and then you like get to have some spinning friends or something. (laughs) These are my spin. These are my soul cycle friends, and these are my shoplifting friends. (laughs) Yeah. They don't get along. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> the Venn diagram of spinning and shoplifting <laughs> is me. Uh, did you have any schemes like that in high school? or Not really schemes, but like, you know, we shoplifted. We stole lighters and like lit fires with them, more or less. And then I burned down my entire elementary school uh, <laughs> playground. <laughs> is that and, true? Yeah, and I was brought home in a cop car. You was were, it by whoa. accident or did you do It was that? by accident. We were like lighting the grass on fire, then putting it out. And then it was just <gasps> the whole thing. I had to call 911. I had to call the fire. I had to, How like, old were you? Uh, I was like 13. I went to su- I went to- <laughs> 31. <laughs> I went to summer camp the next day for a week, and when I came home, my like I didn't get in trouble. I came home, and my parent my parents were like, my father drove me to the schoolyard and made me. He's like, get out of the car. Look at what you did. Oh my god! Look at that. And I had to stand and stare at the fucking burnt down field, and he just kept saying. This is what you did. Like all the shit was so intense. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm getting like upset thinking about doing that. <laughs> and I, it, it like I was watching people like in their backyards with like hoses, trying not to let the fire spread to their house. Jesus I feel Christ! Awful. I feel awful. Wait, you did that? I did that. Just, yeah. uh, just like, you? was it multiple people? It was a, a bunch of us, a bunch of people with us. We were like, we always did that. We would like shoplift light. You know, we were in, we were twelve or thirteen. We would shoplift lighters and then right. like light bags of uh, newspaper on fire and throw them in the park and watch them burn. Yeah. And then one time we were lighting grass on fire, putting it out, lighting grass on fire, putting it out, and we lit it on fire and we couldn't put it out. So then it was just like it just spread to the whole like it's like three baseball fields. <laughs> At a certain point, like that must have looked really awesome. Though, it right? was getting cool, and then I was like, <laughs> "This is escalating. This is not stopping." At least and I you had, to... had the wherewithal to call nine one one. Yeah, like, I know. I'm not like been slightly proud of you for that. <laughs> yeah, you could have just run away. Like, yeah, and you could have run dumb. away, and it would have been awful. And I wouldn't. And I would have been fine. Yeah, I would never have gotten in trouble. I would have just felt bad. I could have called nine one one and still ran away. Yeah, oh, is shit. what I should have done. Yeah, yeah. If I had a still regret. It. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what your dad was telling you. You yeah. should have called nine one one and run you away. Did. You fucking rat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My dad, by the way, smoke show, but bitch nonetheless. <laughs> that's like the first scene in a movie about why a guy turned into be a gangster. Like yeah, the dad yeah. taught him the wrong lesson. Yeah, you rat. <laughs> you never let your friends rat. And he's like, <laughs> My father like beats the shit out of a friend of mine in front of me. <laughs> Nobody rats on my sod. <laughs> my Johnny. He's pouring gasoline on his hand. <laughs> you like lighting fires? <laughs> you like talking about fires? Well, talk about this one. <laughs> Turn and walk away. Look at what you did, John. <laughs> Dear God. I love you, boy. I love you, son. All right, don't forget you got baseball breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. The field was charred. <laughs> Felt awful about Sliding that. Sliding into I, an action. I had issues way. with fires for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm so like, beyond just that. You never want to be the pyro kid. Because every kid likes fire a little bit. Yeah. But I had one friend that was like the one that had the fire and got the fireworks. And we all liked it. Right, right, but right. But my mom was like, no, you're not hanging out. Yeah, that you're kid's not too. Hanging out with John. The fact that his parents let him have a fire pit in the house is too much. Yeah. yeah. In the house. Or at the house. <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> Yeah, just put this big ball of tinfoil here and just let... Wait, we can't light a ball of tinfoil on fire. You can heat it up, though. You're rusty, dude. Uh, yeah, I was like... A fr- uh, my issues with fire afterward, like, I was kind of afraid of fire. Like, oh, oh yeah, like... Yeah, I would... Shit. get a phobia. Yeah, I got a little phobia from it because it, like... It bre- like, I... 
attach fire to being my family being upset family with me. Yeah, wow, me destroying something. What a very uh, specific link that yeah. you can like trace back to. <laughs> right, I'm over it now, and now I put fire very close to my face. You know, several times a day. <laughs> And when I smoke, that makes it oh, sound yeah. like I do. <laughs> you're a wizard. It's the only way I feel alive. <laughs> then it sounds like you're not over it at all. <laughs> you know, I just light a fire, stare into it for two, three hours at the end, and just imagine all my heart, all the yeah. people that ever wronged me burning. No, it's fine. Is that weird? <laughs> Playing Eternal Flame, which yeah. sort of drives me, motivates me to become a different person. Sang by, uh, what was his name? Joe Coy? Who's that guy? Who's the guy? Eternal Flame? Who's the, no, the, the, oh, that's the theme song guy. What's that? Oh, Joe Kim. <laughs> Joe Kim. Yeah, Joe Kim. Is this burning? <laughs> uh, so I think for this guy, we just tell him to cut his losses and start a new life without his girlfriend or friends. And if he really yeah. wants to keep her because she's a smoke show, let's lose the word bitch from her vocabulary, unless she's being a bitch. Like like, <laughs> and then um, talk to your friends. Say, hey, you ratted me out. I think it's time. we like Maybe you can still be friends with those dudes without doing your quote-unquote business yeah <laughs> which by the way is business. crime yeah. <laughs> i got this business where i go on the subway and i take people's uh, iphones out of their pockets then i sell them we started our own business <laughs> i'm kind of an entrepreneur you guys have an <laughs> llc for your, for your i mean uh, i'm part of a new startup racket. we uh shake down kids at the playground for yeah. money it's like oh, okay interesting. When, when you're signing up for an amazon affiliate link for your business what uh what field do you say it's in? Yeah. Our business is sponsored by Me Undies. <laughs> Thievery. Uh, speaking of sponsorship, let's take a break and come back soon with more Gabers. Nice transition. That was a really nice transition. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product 
from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. No, it's that's a non-movement that's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should be. I'll have to check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a fitness yeah. nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Hey, we're back. Uh, (laughs) High and mighty is John Gabris. (laughs) Thank you. What were you just saying? What do you like about your podcast? What do you hate? What What have you learned in the last three weeks? I really enjoy doing a podcast. I don't enjoy the logistics of emailing people to say, like, who's free Monday at 7.30. Right. My, I have a hard enough time keeping track of my own schedule. When you have to, like, sh- add other people's schedules into the mix, it's difficult. It's yeah. Definitely that difficult. is a true white wine. That is a true... <laughs> uh, that's a champagne problem to have. Scheduling my own podcast that somebody else records, puts up, and gets advertisings for is... <laughs> Pretty difficult. <laughs> but, oh, man, that someday if our network grows, that'd be a really great job for somebody to have, the pot, like the coordinator. So right. you, like, as you're the talent, you're just like, this is my availability, and then yeah, our get coordinator people in gets here. you yeah. to guess. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I love talking to people, and um, I've been talking to mostly people I do know. And I want to start talking to some people who I don't know on the podcast. Oh, yeah. A couple new interviewers. Yeah, a couple of people who I've never met before that are specifically experts on something. Like or, the GI doctor you're saying. Yeah, like maybe a <laughs> GI doctor. I would love to have like a botanist or like a, a marijuana expert on. That's another like get. Yeah. yeah. Um, or just a guy that gets high a lot. Yeah, I've had that. <laughs> we have that. We have that All host. my guests. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the reaction? How Have you been able to gauge like people tweeting and emailing and whatever you know what i realize i'm like so pumped with how it's doing but i don't know what it constitutes a popular podcast and i don't think i really want to know because i'm just very happy with like i i'm getting surprised like i didn't think i would get over a thousand people to listen to any episodes you know i remember you asked me once you're like how's it doing and i told you like uh, it was like Two days in, I'm like, 68 people, not bad. And you're like, oh, shit, really? I'm like, no, it's like 8,000, you idiot. But I was like, 68 people is like, you know, like starting off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. But I was like, fuck. I think I might have misjudged the, the need for my podcast to be out there. <laughs> 68. You wrote that, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm going to just quit this shit. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, yeah, literally. Tens of thousands of people have listened to your show so far. Yeah. Uh, and and more people should. Yeah. If, if anybody listening to this right now hasn't heard. Yeah, do it. Do it. 
I thank you guys. I appreciate you uh, shouting out. First of all, giving me the opportunity, and then secondly, uh, promoting it. It's no very doubt. exciting. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen to any of the podcasts on our network, but I hear such good things about yours. You asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only listen to Earwolf podcasts. <laughs> You know you have 95 ratings on iTunes right now, and 92 of the 95 are five stars, and three of them are four stars. <laughs> Who gives four stars? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a weird complaint to have. Yeah. But isn't that funny that like someone would log it's in and be like, ah, four stars. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, I'm asking people to rate it. <laughs> people are going, fine, but just so you know, I, I, wonder, if, only four out I of wonder if they think it's the four is the most. They can't because I think you push you like you just click on the star all the way to the right. Yeah, that is, is that is that a good amount of reviews? That is, yeah, it's a solid, it's a solid, solid base. Uh, but you know, more is always better. Is more better? Is it like money in that having more is better? Uh, yeah, but then if you have too much, you start getting jaded, and then like you move into a place you can't afford. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I feel like that just got real. That's <laughs> where we are now. Yeah, that's why you guys are like let's have Gaberson, let's have all our guests. Uh, okay, guys, headgum. Sell me undies. Sell me undies. Sell me undies. <laughs> Jake is also actually selling underwear on the side, unrelated yeah, to the I ads, steal it so from yeah. the I got this business. I got this business plan <laughs> where I get free me undies in various <laughs> sizes, and I sell them to people for cheaper. <laughs> That's not a good... Yeah, it's like, how much money were you actually making? Stacks? It's like, what? Yeah, and what friends of yours, what people are like, oh, shit, are those, <laughs> are those discounted khakis? Oh, how'd you get them? Don't ask? Okay, yeah, I'll buy them. Hey, man, did you get any cool shirts in? I'm a size medium. Right. It's like clothing also has sizes. It like makes it so much more difficult. You didn't steal an extra large? Motherfucker, I don't fit into a large in the button-downs. Yeah, it can't be worth it. And then you're splitting that, like, the money of buying, a, getting, stealing one shirt, splitting that three ways. Yeah. You, now we're just critiquing his uh, illegal business. I'm just saying he has what to you steal, want to do is steal phones. You got to rob trucks. <laughs> yeah. Boss. Honestly, the only thing that Blendon was right about is that he's a shit pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's self aware. Yeah. To that extent. Uh, awesome. Well, we do really appreciate you having a show on our network. It only makes us look better. Oh, thank you. Um, it seems like as you're looking at a computer, it seems like you just read that sentence, <laughs> like you wrote that. Yeah. Like, like I texted him, you're like, hey, thank Gabriel. <laughs> so it seems... <laughs> Every Thursday morning, only on headgum.com. Headgum.com. It is Thursdays, right? It is Thursdays, yes, Tight. more or less. Uh, oh, cool. can we do head.gum? Oh, like a gum, dum, uh, gum, a gum extension. That's it. Yeah, didn't wasn't there a thing recently where you can get any extension? I feel like any three letter extension. Yeah, there's like I know you can get dot ninja. Really? Yeah, I might have made that up. Dot. Um, <laughs> I know you can maybe do it. <laughs> I know you can maybe get dot ninja. Just kidding. That's all made up. How does one oh, go they- about creating their own URL extensions? Huh. I imagine it would require several million dollars as a bare minimum. <laughs> but anything for head.gum. <laughs> I bet you you can get that, to be honest. Let's try it tonight. Let's meet back here at your house. 2 a.m. It has to be in the dead of night. You could do head.gov. No, we couldn't. Okay. We do headgum.org. Yeah. For a profit. Yeah. Uh, all right. You want to get to one last question? Hey, you tell me, dude. Let's do it. Are you asking Jake? Uh, no, I'm asking myself. The answer is always yes. Uh, Jake's need... buffing his Crocs right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody I wear Crocs. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Spit shine. These are Amir's Crocs. <laughs> Just put them on as a goof. Yeah, how fucking stupid is Amir, right, guys? <laughs> Monogram <laughs> JH. <laughs> wow. 
Why did I get those? <laughs> Why did I get my personalized Crocs? You're wearing leather, or what is that? Cheetah print? Leopard, leopard print? Leopard print flip-flops, yeah. Sandals. And yeah, my shoes are weird. Yeah, they're kind of hard to find in a size 12. I'll be... <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I'll be frank. Technically, that's a woman's 15. <laughs> yeah. Do you have size women's 15 flip-flops? <laughs> leopard print? Are you a drag queen? <laughs> nope. So why'd you get those? What's the story behind that? Um, so I really like these this flip up company, Sanook, which I think is Thai for smile. And oh. they make great sandals. And for a long time, I was wearing these green AstroTurf uh, sandals of theirs. Um, I wore I would like go on Zappos and buy a new pair every summer. I really dug them. Then I saw one time that they had, and they're like, they were like fur AstroTurf. And so then I saw that they had leopard print. And I said, hey, you know. I like a little flair. <laughs> 2015 is the summer of Gabris. Yeah, I bought two pair. I, well, I had I had a pair like five years ago, and then I never was able to find them again. And then just recently, they went back on sale, so I bought like three pairs, and I just put two, <laughs> I put two away in my closet just in case it all goes down. Hermetically sealed. This is something I can't set. live without. <laughs> Leopard print mandals. <laughs> when when the end of days is near, I'm still going to have two fresh pairs. Yeah, of you guys are going to be starving in the streets, and I'll be trading leopard print flip flops <laughs> for canned goods. Gabrus has a go bag that has <laughs> power bars, a flashlight, <laughs> one extra pair of these sandals, a zombie apocalypse preparedness kit. Yeah, I can't run, guys. Why didn't Army you put rations, fucking sneakers in there? <laughs> but I do look fabulous. Uh, all right, fake name. One last name. Um. Uh, Clamden. Oh, I like that. <laughs> He's from New England. Clamden writes, I'm just going to get straight to the point. My fiance's sex drive has decreased to the point where it's almost non-existent. In two years of us having sex, it has slowly but surely continued to dwindle. In correlation, both of our weights have increased throughout our time together in college, about 50 pounds each. Her excuse for the lack of sex is that she doesn't like the way she looks without clothes and that she doesn't feel attractive anymore. Given the weight between the two of us is noticeable, but I still uh, do what I can to make her feel attractive and sexy, yet to no avail. What should I do to coax her out of this long-suffering funk? Along with that, what kind of weight loss tips could you guys give? With my recently graduated and working Monday through Friday 8 to 5 p.m. jobs and her on a similar schedule, our availability to go to the gym constantly isn't always there. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the good work. You guys have gotten me through a lot, and I'll be a listener for life. Thanks, Clam. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's Thanks, amazing. Man. That's a really nice email. Yeah. I, really, I mean, and at I really, the end, it's nice like, for us, but, uh, uh-huh. for you guys, but in the beginning, it's not nice yeah. for, of course, for anybody. But this is like a real, I really want to help this guy. Most of the time when people write in, I want to tell them they're idiots and to stop doing what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. This is a dude who needs help and yeah. who I think we could truly give advice to. But Definitely. that's the end of the time we have here. <laughs> <laughs> we did spend too much time deriding the guy on an airplane and shoplifting clothes. <laughs> um, this is actually, a, this is a very... Uh, like I'm sure this is more common than most problem. Like this is a very common problem. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Um, sex always slows down in right. a long term relationship because it's there. You know, like you know, it's if it's a- not tonight, it can be tomorrow. But then that's the same thing. Like you, you know that with the gym too. If I don't go tonight, it's fine. I'll go tomorrow. Oh, I didn't go today. I'll just go tomorrow. Right. And like, if you're in a long term relationship, you know she's gonna be there in a month. So if you don't get around to it, you're like, all right, well, we're gonna have sex next month. All right. The next thing you know, you got your hymen grows back. <laughs> and then your what? Your peeny hymen. <laughs> then you start de aging. Before you know, it, you're dating a six year old. 
Um, so what what would you guys say? Uh, Amir, you're like legitimately uh, an expert on relationships. So, <laughs> <laughs> as a single man, uh, here's what I would do: fat chicks, no dice. I think the <laughs> the hardest part about a workout regimen is starting it, right? Because it's the heart. It's literally the hardest part because you're in the worst shape and you have yet to see any results. So, like the first four days, the first day is the hardest because right. it's like I'm just struggling and I'm not fit yet. Of course you're not fit yet because this is just the beginning. And there's just the like the the social aspect of having to go to a gym if you don't feel good about yourself and you know like you don't know exactly know if you haven't been to one yet if I'm assuming if he's just out of college maybe he's not even living where he was previously so he's in a new area right and he's got to find like you've got to build a routine now. You got to start now. You're fresh out of college. You're 22. If you want to, or maybe you're 26 with military uh, service. But <laughs> and we thank you for that. And you, thank you truly are a hero, sir. <laughs> and stand I stand down, up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, well, whatever the case is, you can lose 50 pounds at that age. It's only going to get harder as you get older. Right and now is the time to lose weight. Exactly. And it sounds like you're probably going to work eight to five. For eternity. (laughs) So getting out at five is not that late. I was going to say, like, eight to five, it doesn't leave any time for the gym. Yes, it does. Five to midnight. Yeah. (laughs) Five on. Work out seven seven hours hours a night. (laughs) Eat dinner at midnight, go to sleep, wake up, get to work. Like, there's definitely shit that he's doing that's not the gym that he, like, eating a huge meal and watching Netflix. Right. That's that's what's happening instead. It's funny to say that because I I understand that too. I'll say that shit and I'll be like, I only have three free hours today. And people will be like, well, it takes an hour and a half to go to the gym. You're like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and it's understandable. But, your schedule is going to be eight to five for as long as you have this job. Yeah. You have to figure out a way to make yeah, it work. Find a way it, to fit if it fitness in. is a priority, and it sounds like it should be, you but you don't have to go to the gym four days a week to not be fifty pounds overweight. That's a, that's the point that I was going to make too. Yeah. First, it's a diet is huge. Yeah, and it's not like an act, you like, can't out train a bad diet. Is like right. a classic like uh, uh, like fitness uh, mantra. You can't no matter. How much you work out if you eat like garbage? You cannot. Exactly. Yeah. You can't burn like, that much. Not, I'm not garbage. saying go on like a crash diet, like take out carbs. Just like this guy just needs to start eating healthier. And specifically, you say this guy. I and say this is a way to make this. You make this a couple thing. Right. For both Together, of you, you guys go to the farmers market. You guys yeah. go to Whole Foods. You, it's going to be a touchy subject to, to try to get like to secretly. But if she's Oh, if she's open about not being comfortable with the way she looks, which it sounds like she is, which it sounds like, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's okay for you at this point to say like, well, here, let, let, let's do this. Let's cook two healthy meals a week and let's go walking three nights a week after work. Right. And that's all you get. And you do that together mm-hmm. and you do that together and it's more time together. Cooking together is romantic. Walking together is romantic and it, they're, uh, you cook a healthy meal, you go for a long walk. That's just exercise. Yep. And then maybe, you know, a couple of weeks go by, people start feeling better about themselves. Because it's not even a matter of her losing 10 pounds to look better. If she just walks a couple of days a week and eats, she'll just feel better. And when you feel, I know, I know that I've been in a relationship for, I've been with the same girl for 13 years. If you want to talk about like being in a long-term relationship, sex, getting old, 13 years of having sex with the same girl, uh, it's gonna, it gets difficult, but it, it's you, man. That's what you, if you want it, this is what you got to do here. What and about, I, what about cheating on your spouse? So you get it somewhere else. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like <laughs> maybe you can find a skinny girl that isn't your girlfriend and just bone down with her. <laughs> oh, oh, burns perfect. calories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We it's a 
so that, close to giving this guy good advice. It's about making her feel better. And to be honest, and I don't want to put any more pressure on this guy than he feels, but if you just start exercising and right. you start dropping some LBs, it's going to be like... She's going to be, A, more into it, and B, she's going to be like, fuck, now yeah. I can't be the one. I think, like, everything is sort of contagious in a relationship, and negativity can be contagious, and laziness can be contagious, or positivity and being energized can be contagious. 100%, because it's literally just the two of you. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if you, if my wife comes home in a bad mood from work, I'm in a bad mood. If I wake up and I'm being like a grump, it just it escalates, right. you know? And it's just one of those things where... but if. My wife comes home and she's in a bad mood, uh, in a great mood, and she starts making me laugh. Where it's contagious, and yeah. you need to maybe artificially spark that totally. con- contagion. Fake it right? till you make yeah, it. Yeah, fake a little it till you bit. make it. And uh, I will say that although it, the working out at the beginning is the hardest, it's also those are the easiest pounds to lose. Right. You, so like, if you could just remove one, like like if you're drinking soda or beer, like if you just take that away, that like usually accounts for like the first jump start of like. 5, 10, 15 pounds. Yeah, if you're drinking soda and emailing people for uh, fitness advice, <laughs> just if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm going to ask these guys fitness questions, but you happen to be drinking soda, <laughs> just eliminate soda. Yeah. I understand why beer is difficult to eliminate, right. uh, but get rid of soda. <laughs> no you, one drinks soda anymore. It's a treat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. They were like, there's... it's like healthier to drink vodka. No, yeah. I mean, added sugar is like the, it's the devil. <laughs> yeah. Sugar is the white devil. And at your biggest weight, the easiest pounds to lose are the first few, right? Right. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's, it's a matter of percentages. Right. And because if you're not adapted to exercise, the, the moment you start, your body kicks into adapting to that. And I'm, and I'm talking exercise three 30 minute walks a week. Right. We'll get, we'll get you going. Yeah, there's no need to go to a gym like this. You're absolutely right. You do walks, you can do push ups at your house. Like, you can ease yourself into right. it for sure. We got to pull the first exercise. The first uh, exercise I ever started was just getting a pull-up bar. It was like eighteen dollars, and I put it up in a door frame. Right, and you got to walk past it. And yeah, you're like, oh, and fuck I was it. like, you know, what? every time I go into the bathroom or go into my room, I'll try to do a pull-up. Yeah, and then sooner or later, you and do. now you can do two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten years later, now well, I'm I can fucking do two. the shit out of anybody <laughs> that wants it. I st- who wants it? I'm here, baby. <laughs> Jake just stopped shitting. He would shit in his room to avoid the bar. <laughs> yeah, I should take Tupperware and throw it out, out the window. <laughs> also, I was going to say. Shitting into a Gatorade bottle is uh, literally a high skill event. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a wider mouth than most. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me when you're doing Snapple. <laughs> Or the ultimate Poland water. Spring. Yeah, Poland <laughs> I've, I've shit into one of the little sport tops of a Poland spring. <laughs> I've shit into a Capri Sun bag somehow. <laughs> Capri Sun. <laughs> the hard part is piercing your urethra like with that thin little straw. <laughs> Why are you shitting in your urethra? It's a whole different issue. We'll talk to your GI doctor. I'll wait till my GI doctor comes. I'll have him take a quick look at your back urethra. <laughs> my life. My last, your, your rear throat. My last bit of uh, real advice uh, is instead of trying to like uh, inspire her, you ask her to be like, "Can you do this for me?" That way, it's like you're asking her to help you. She's less uh, likely to say like no to that. Like, I need your help. Let, can will you help me start trying to eat better? Right? Can you help me cook? Uh, you know, let's cook on Sunday night. Let's make, uh, if you work Monday through Friday, let's cook on Sunday night. Let's make grilled chicken or some protein for yeah. Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday. Right. And alternate Pretty back soon on. you guys are going to be fucking the pounds away. Yeah. Holy shit. That's what's going to happen. And that, start to feel comfortable, away. confident. Maybe do like YouTube. 
yoga in the house exactly. or something like that. If because if people are embarrassed to go out, and it's just the two of you. Oh man, just throw you on, YouTube, there's so many like circuit workouts. And yeah, just you put, do like a push up workout that you found on YouTube. She's talking to Amir. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do two types of YouTube workouts. After I run, I do either that. There's like a push-up one called Passion for Profession. That's the one my brothers sent you. Yeah. And then there was uh, a six-ab uh, workout thing called like the Coach Has Fit Six-Pack Ab Workout. And like I'm seeing like the numbers go up like into the millions of these things. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people just doing these YouTube workouts. It's, it's great. It's a way to, Definitely. you know, it's a way to get inspired. And I think doing something together would be very helpful and spending more time together. And also think about what the root is. If she's really not feeling good about herself and that's why she doesn't want to have sex, why don't you actively pursue on a nice night be, making her feel as good as possible about herself? Right. Tell her how beautiful she looks. Uh, if she gets dressed up, comment on the outfit, dim the lights, and get after it. Have a couple of glasses of red, yeah. uh, low carb. <laughs> Have a couple of glasses of red wine and get after it. Go for it, you uh-huh. know? And just put, you know, don't push it, but just let her know, no, I find you attractive. You're my girlfriend. I'm in love with you. Let's do this, you right. know? And then afterwards, after it does happen and you do have sex, that's when you hit even more positive reinforcement. Like, right. that was the best sex we've ever had. Yeah, that man, was my... it's been great. We. I feel like every time my wife and I have sex, we say, we got to do this more often. Like, yeah. literally, it's like right after we're like, how do we not, like, it, we always have like an awesome session. Then we're like, fuck, we waited five days to do that. <laughs> Come on, we should be doing this way more frequently. Five is an underestimate. <laughs> uh, five, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Thank you, John, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on the show, Amir and Jake. Which is a weird a way to say that. Uh, <laughs> What's your Twitter? How do people reach you? You can reach people... me at John Gabris, no H in John or Gabris. And uh, check check out the High and Mighty podcast on the HeadGum Network. Love it. Every Boom. Thursday morning. You're in, baby. Uh, all right, let's record some ads for you. Perfect. Right. <laughs> um, the opening theme song was Joe Kim. This closing one uh, is from Gareth. So thanks, Joe Kim. Thanks, Gareth. If you have your own questions, theme song, Facebook, thumbnail submissions, it's all coming to if I were you show at gmail.com. We try, desperately try to read them all. So uh, send them away. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. And you'll be chilling with your day one. You know they'll get you paid. Checking a meal with song and problems. Or even get you late. Hashtag dope If I could cope with this broken heart Or at least give me some hope That the other fish in the sea Are not too far It feels like an ocean to me And I need some help to mend this bleeding heart I'm hard strapped with cash So I can't afford a therapist That's why I'm reaching out to you To help me solve this shit So you take it or leave it You help me and mean it Or leave me defeated And tell me that I'm some kind of fucking demon You can help me or put me on blast. Either way, you're listening to the If I Were You podcast. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>